Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. C, senor. Let's get our Thursday on. It's a dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. Hey, everybody. Today, we're under the tutelage of our general manager, the Second Mexican-American War. Wow. Hmm? What? How long will we accept these incursions and these offenses from our hostile neighbor to the south? Hmm? Me and Lindsey Graham, we're on the same page. We'll play you some clips. He's talking about, hey, we send drone strikes and attacks into other countries where we're uh, being threatened. Why not Mexico? Why not, I say? <laughs> That'd be exciting. Are we a Chihuahua? Or are we a Great Dane of a nation? <laughs> a Chihuahua. Excellent. Wow. Senor. <laughs> Big finisher. I'm taking a lighthearted tone, obviously, about a very serious uh, topic. But yes, there are people actually talking about attacking the cartels in Mexico. Drone strikes on. What is the argument against, though? Uh, um, from a uh, so if there are uh, bad guys in a countries further away, we we just drone them. We drone them out of the sky. We just out all of a sudden they 
you hear something? And then a bluey. They just did, did just disappear. Uh, why, why, can't Occasionally, we do, yeah. why, why can't we do it in Mexico? Well, that would be uh, incredibly, uh, an incredibly serious violation of their national sovereignty. They're a treasured trading partner and neighbor. Is it not a violation of whoever else's sovereignty when we uh, drone somebody? Well, sure it is, but it doesn't matter. If rural Syria is angry, it just doesn't matter. Gotcha. An angry, uh, hostile Mexico, that would be an issue. Now, I'm not saying I'm against any sort of kinetic action. It's just a hell of a thing to propose. Wow, with Cinco de Mayo just around the corner. <laughs> That's a good point. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll talk about that. Uh-huh. Um, so I was just I was taking in some news before I walked in. I'm trying to figure this story out. Maybe you know something about it. The, the Republicans had a hearing yesterday that <clears throat> got no attention. Because that's the way we do things um, in corporate media. So only Fox uh, aired any of the hearings on the withdrawal from Afghanistan, the just absolutely disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan. It couldn't have really hardly gone any worse. It almost had to work at making it go worse. But I had never heard this story before, and there was testimony yesterday, and we can play some of it later. Had you heard this story before that we had guys up in a tower Snipers with rifles that had identified that suicide bomber that took out 13 of our people and killed a whole bunch of other people had identified him and were trying to get the the, the clearance to take him out and just couldn't through the mess of is the State Department in charge or is the military in charge or are we trying not to anger the Taliban or are we trying not to anger the government or what are we trying to do? Just nothing happened and they just didn't get the clearance to shoot the guy, take him out. And then he walked into the walked up to that gate and blew all those people up. Have you heard that story before? I hadn't heard that. I I had not heard a word of that prior to the testimony yesterday from the young Marine, which was uh, incredibly powerful and and heartrending. I thought, is this a story I missed, or is he telling everybody everybody this for the first time? It's not shocking um, that that happened, given what a mess it was, and it's an opportunity to once again recommend the Fifth Act. If you have not read, or I suggest listening to. The Fifth Act by Elliot Ackerman, who was there. Oh, my God, that's a, a compelling book. It's just it's a great book no matter what. But to let you know what it was like in Afghanistan there at the end, holy crap. Well, the whole narrative of the book is that he, he was trying to get people out, people who had been uh, helpful to Americans, American citizens, uh, Afghans who'd worked with us, that sort of person. You know the story. Uh, but the whole narrative is, of his book is that nobody knew who was in charge. And it was personal connections, guys you knew from boot camp, guys you served with a number of years ago in Iraq that could get stuff done just out of a personal favor to you. There was no no clear delineation of authority or mission. Right, which fits in with the snipers in the tower who could have taken out the suicide bomber but couldn't get the right person on the line. Because as Elliot Ackerman points out, as you just said, it's, it's like somebody you knew in college that you can get on the phone because you have their number uh, that can help you get to somebody in the State Department who also went to college with them, who you see you might be able to get somebody at the gate who will let some people out. That's the way it worked for weeks. It's just awful. Again, it's unfortunate that this hearing is getting no coverage, of course, other than on Fox, because that's the way we do things. But what a freaking failure of our government. 
You know, I'm shocked at the lack of attention to it uh, by the other news networks. I'm scanning my memory banks from last night going through all the news, and I I don't really remember hearing about it other than Fox News. But, I mean, because it was widely regarded as a debacle. It was not like some sort of Republican talking point or, or, you know, narrow point of view on the right. Everybody recognized it was a horror and eventually a tragedy, and a tragedy that continues to unfold as many of our translators and helpers and and loyal uh, allies are, are being being hunted down by the Taliban as we speak. So I hope when uh, after the war in Mexico and when we withdraw from Mexico, we can do a better job while withdrawing from there. Not super optimistic. Um, we should start the show officially because we're about to lose our jobs. We'll explain that here in just a little bit. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Thursday, March the 9th, the year 2023. We're Armstrong and Getty and we approve this program. We've been about to lose our jobs since day one. True that. Let's begin the show now. Officially, according to FCC rules and regulations, it's the nature of the business. Here we go at Mark. We've come a long way, baby. The future of entertainment is now Radio GPT. So you will hear a little later in this program, they, they put together a radio show with Chat GPT. It's an AI-created radio show, and it's probably the end of uh, us and everyone else, who, every other human, anyway, who speaks Certainly. on the radio. Yes, our robot overlords will be entertaining you henceforth. So we'll have to listen and, uh, and see what we think of it. Of course, they'll fall in love with you and tell you to leave your wife or something. <laughs> or threaten you. <laughs> or threaten you. Of course, yes. we do that. <laughs> Why, I ought to. Oh, my God. So how does a, I don't understand the chat stuff that talks. Who's ta- who's ta- how's it talking? Well, that's, uh, that's, come on, ABC123 for the uh, tech heads who run the world, Jack. Uh, synthesized voice, uh, speaking the words written for it by its robot cousin over there. Okay. That was pretty human-sounding talking right there. It didn't have the computer sound to it. Well, it had it a little, but, you know, you listen to the hit records, these records. Listen to me. <laughs> listen to the hit records. Wow, hit how old are you? Da- da- <laughs> <laughs> when you stream hit computer files these days um what is that a lot of the olden days a lot of the singers are using the auto tune and they sound like computers because sounding like a computer is hot that's why this that's what's true. it called the ai radio station is so dangerous to us it's hot by the way that's one of my favorite clips of all time michael we should drop that in more often can i hear that again what is that? The olden days? Oh, been oh a that clip? That. Yes. <laughs> Way back in the archive. Yeah, I thought you meant the AI radio thing. No, what yeah, that one is fast. The olden yeah. days? <laughs> what is that? The olden days? <laughs> and her tone. It's just, it's just perfect all the way around. Um, so, yeah, beautiful. A, a bunch of stories to catch you up on. How does mailbag look? Oh, it'll do. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, let me work on it. Let me see if I can whip it into shape. Okay. I don't think you're supposed to say that anymore. That's, that's one of those, uh, you know, those university, university lists of phrases you shouldn't use anymore. I believe that's at the top of the list. <laughs> I do find that somewhat trigger, triggering. Um, uh, and I, I apologize. Did we mention that the, yes, that the, the, the bombing of Mexico, if it were to happen, is about uh, those four Americans that were captured the other day? And the two of well, them dead, and now... It's, it's the latest example, and a rather notable one, that the cartels are incredibly dangerous, powerful uh, military organizations right across their border, uh, our border, and they hurt us a lot. 
Yeah, I, I think the obvious thing you do if you've got a failed narco state on your border, a failed violent narco state on your border, is you make sure your border is secure so none of that can just come across easily. Yeah, it ought to be an armed camp. Well, that's that's that looks bad. Built bridges, not walls. Excuse me, excuse me, uh, only adults in this discussion, please. Anybody who says anything that childlike and idiotic needs to leave the conference room. Goodbye. Um, yeah, but instead we've got the most porous border we've had since like, you know, pre-modern age, right? When people just Since Pancho Villa was twirling his mustache. Yeah, so Joe's calling for a second Mexican-American war. <laughs> U.S. Grant, who became famous in the uh, first U.S.-Mexican war, um, uh, called it the most unjust war in our nation's history huh. when he wrote his yeah. memoirs, but... Perhaps what did he one, know? Perhaps this one will be more just. Um, anyway, all that's on the way, and our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and... Starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And several news stories I just like I heard the tail end of today before the show started, and I feel like I'm behind on. Like, um, who and how did they bomb so far into Russia a few days back? It was like 60 miles from Moscow. And I heard some story today that the Russian nationals might have been behind it. Who are on the side of Ukraine? I'm confused. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. That's there, there are plenty of people who, in Russia who hate Putin more than virtually anybody else, except the Ukrainians, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Spicy times. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. A couple of related quotes from Alexis de Tocqueville. No protracted war can fail to endanger the freedom of a democratic country. Okay. I think we've seen throughout American history, if you're a student of that history, a number of 
alien sedition acts and alien and sedition acts and that sort of thing that were uh, plainly unconstitutional. A number of key Supreme Court uh, cases on that topic. In a similar quote, all those who seek to destroy the liberties of a democratic nation ought to know that war is the surest and shortest means to accomplish it. Mm. I think that's interesting. Quite a fellow, that Tocqueville. Mailbag. Feel free to drop us a note, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Try to plow through as many as possible. Occasional apply, uh, replies as well. Uh, don't be offended if I don't. Uh, there are so many. Good morning, Rocket and old Simple Jack. Heard your question uh, the other day. Yes, Jack, there is a reason for memorizing stuff that's on its face, not necessarily all that useful. The capital of Nebraska is Lincoln. Even before my retirement, we teachers who stay informed were aware of credible studies showing that memorized facts and its cousin wrote learning exercises for learning math facts and essential spelling words were valuable in building up memory capabilities. Basically like a body building up the old cerebral cortex, don't you know? Math facts I get because you both are strengthening that and it's worth knowing those things. Aren't there some other things that we could come up with that are actually worth knowing? You can't convince me it's important to know the state capital. See, you can't, you can't, you can't convince me to. There's a whole bunch of things I've memorized in school. You can't convince me those alone. So there's got to be stuff that's worth knowing, and it's a good exercise. We've had this argument for years. It often turns bitter. I hate that you brought it up, but it's your fault. Of course, it's important to know the state capitals. If you have a grievance with Indiana, what are you going to do? Just go to Gary? And then, I don't know, try, uh, I don't know, South Gary and then uh, Indianapolis and just hope to stumble into the capital? No. You need to know the capital. Yeah, I don't know. Go to New York City. Where's the governor? I just assumed. Idiot! <laughs> Idiot! Just skip fifth grade? It's building a muscle. No, I see your point, though. I absolutely see your point. Uh, let's see. Moving along. Uh, speaking of education, I saved this one a couple of days because I think it's so great and awful. This is, uh, we'll just say Al Anonymous in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. My wife is currently writing her dissertation and applying for jobs at universities across the country. She's mentioned diversity statements in her applications. So you mentioned the Wall Street Journal article talking about the NIH's funding and looking for specific terms or they reject you. Yeah, in case you're not familiar with this uh, aspect of modern society, you have to pledge loyalty to the diversity, equity, and inclusion crowd and critical race theory and critical theory and just prove that you're a stone-cold progressive to even get a sniff of a job in the sciences or universities at a lot of institutions. Because anyway, I thought this was notable. Yes. Because in many cases, they're getting so much money from the federal government to prove that they're doing that. So he brought it up to his wife, and she says, yeah, I know, I've taken classes on how to write diversity statements. Professors, oh. prospective professors know the game is rigged like the communist dialectic. The point is not that you actually believe this garbage, but whether you can repeat the dogma correctly. And the sad thing he writes is that my wife is a true woke believer. Um, she believes this stuff is good and will benefit society. We, you know, we get along great together and we work well as a couple. He mentions I'm summarizing and he loves her. Uh, but uh, her politics are completely wacky. But in, in spite of being down with all that stuff. <laughs> Did he say her politics are wacky or you said that? I'm just interested. Oh, uh, in no. I, I was characterizing okay. his uh, okay. description. Yes. I yeah. just wonder how you work that out. You just don't ever talk about politics? Uh, despite our political oppositions, we work well together. Oh, I believe that. But you just yeah. not talk. It seems like you just want to just stay away from the topic. 
Yeah, I think so. Or maybe uh, approach it with love and gentleness. Because you're never going to... Spouses should. My experience is you're not going to change anybody's mind. Like, win the argument. Very, very rarely. Well, you must be truly skilled and idea ninja like myself. You should come to my next seminar. (laughs) Anyway, I think it's interesting that a stone-woke academic has to take DEI statement classes to make sure she toes the communist dogma. Isn't right. that something? Toes that line, I should say. I mixed my metaphors and I uh, forgive me. Forgive me. Let's see. How much do we have here? Uh, Gavin Newsom has COVID. Who cares? The thing I find interesting is he was down in Baja on a personal vacation while California was getting hammered by a blizzard. Didn't he chastise Ted Cruz for exactly the same thing? Ah. Yeah, of course, but it's all performative. Uh, speaking of lunkhead Gavin Newsom, uh, Al Anonymous says, um, I see Newsom will stop doing business with Walgreens in California because they're not selling abortion pills in other states because of those states' laws. Using that same logic, should the CHP stop carrying Smith & Wesson handguns because they sell AR-15s in other states? Or should they ban state employees from eating at certain chain restaurants during business meals because that restaurant doesn't pay the same minimum wage that California requires in their other locations in other states, etc., etc., etc.? Again, there's no logic. It doesn't make any sense. It's all performative. We're going to catch up on a bunch of stories. That's what we do. Hope you can stick around. If you miss an hour, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You're allowing safe havens for these groups to operate with impunity because what you're doing is not working. Your country is being used by narco-terrorists to poison America. We need to unleash the, unleash the fury of the United States on these narco-terrorists. And we're going to do it. 
Unleash the fury, says Lindsey Graham. And you're mm-hmm. saying he goes on Bless further. My soul. He goes further yeah. on to talk about like drone strikes on cartel members. Did he actually say that? He said something to the effect of, I can't remember the precise context, but it had to do with, uh, we we regularly go into other countries if they're not being governed, ungoverned areas, and we do what needs to be done because nobody else is going to do it. One interesting thing about that, of course, and uh, I mean, this is, this shouldn't be new information to people that Mexico is a practically failed narco state. But uh, Ian Bremmer was tweeting out that uh, as talking about that poll, for instance, Gallup poll that came out, 15 percent approval for China in the United States right now. I mean, it's just dropped off a cliff in recent Mm -hmm. years and how companies are going to have to pull out of China. All these big companies, it can't continue. Um, Enter Mexico, says Ian Bremmer. Well, if Mexico is going to be the place where Apple builds its iPhone factory or, you know, Nike starts making shoes or whatever the heck. It's going to have to get settled down, isn't it? Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's going to be a real challenge. So a couple of uh, thoughts that are interrelated. Number one, uh, to look at Mexico as a whole, I think, is uh, not it's not good enough because there are parts of Mexico that are unquestionably failed narco regions and some parts that are effectively governed by the Mexican government. Um, Having said that, there is a big scandal going on in Mexico right now. The New York Times was reporting on it because the Mexican military has been spying on Mexican citizens who dare criticize the military. So the 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 government is is corrupt and, and and screwed up and highly suspect in a lot of different ways. Of course, if you're a Mexico watcher, student of the Mexican government, you know that already. So having said that. The whole question of the Mexican cartels is such an interesting one. What is a government? What does a government do? It administers the the needs of the, or it fulfills the needs of the people. It maintains order and enforces law. It provides services, etc. In significant swaths of Mexico, the cartels are the government. And so we're in a situation where we're dealing in effect with two governments when we're talking about Mexico. And the one government, well, each of those two governments have uh, influence over the other ones. So do we go to the Mexican government and say, hey, tell the cartels they got to be cool or we're going to get hardcore? Is that the way it works or, or what? So that's a weird relationship. Right. So it's like in, um, we've heard about in Iraq and Pakistan and various places like that, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely in Afghanistan. So the bad guys, they're the ones that make sure the trash gets picked up. And all that sort of stuff to keep the people on mm-hmm. their side. Yeah, you know, the people are happy that. Uh, remember when ISIS was doing trash pickup in various towns in Iraq? Because that's how you keep people on your side, right? The mob, famously in New York City, in the neighborhoods they control, there was no crime. You dared not mug somebody in a mafia-controlled neighborhood. You dared not rob a store. Now the uh, the mafioso would. Uh, require protection payments but order was kept the trash was picked up etc cetera, etc cetera. it's a you know it's a relationship kind of like that so i just again i find it extremely troubling that it's right next door but from a you know if you're into this stuff point of view it's really complicated and 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 interesting anyway having said that i've got a few stories about the united states military military which may indeed be invading mexico <laughs> sometime soon oh my god <laughs> 
Uh, first of all, this is more about Ukraine than the United States. The army is executing a plan to send M1 Abrams tanks to Ukraine, the army's acquisition chief said Wednesday. But wow, is it complicated and again, pretty darn thought provoking. Rough They're night weighing... for uh, Ukraine, by the way, as they had oh. 81 missiles fired into their country all over the entire country, including a half a dozen of the hypersonic missiles. That Russia used for the first time in Ukraine. I don't know if they're just saying, hey, I wonder how well these work in case we ever need to use them against somebody else. Those are the mm-hmm. missiles that we can't even pick up on our various uh, radars. But they fired 81 missiles. Ukrainians shot down about 30 of them. But that's 50 some missiles getting in and killing people and wiping out electricity and everything. Oof, that's a rough yeah, way to live. Just awful. So the Pentagon announced earlier this year would send General Dynamics land systems made Abrams tanks to Ukraine. I'm quoting from Defense News. Since then, the Defense Department officials said they're weighing a variety of options, including building new tanks or drawing existing older tanks from U.S. inventory. And they're not talking about timelines that are at least several months, possibly not before the end of the year. Uh, says the Army Secretary, who's a girl, there are longer timelines involved, but I think there are options that are less than two years, less than a year and a half. So that's the good news, Ukraine, less than a year and a half. Uh, Doug Bush at the uh, Defense News said sending tanks to Ukraine is not a simple process. And I quote, it's not just sending a tank. A tank by itself is not a military capability. You have to send the whole package. That includes ammunition, vehicles to maintain it, fuel. You have to do the training on the system so that it can be sustained in combat. And making the effort more complex, we have to prepare equipment to go in a way that doesn't impact readiness of U.S. Army units and doesn't affect deliveries of equipment to other allies who were also working to fulfill their orders for M1 Abrams tanks. So it's a little bit like, uh, you know, uh, promising Ukraine will get them a bunch of the newest iPhones on the week the iPhones come out. You got to wait in line. And we got to figure out exactly where they're going to be made. And so they're talking about building new tanks would be faster than giving them existing tanks, which is a hell of a thing. Breaking news. Gavin Newsom has COVID. The governor of California has COVID. I said that like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> what just the hell look, is going on? I was looking at a picture of him wearing his mask up there. Is he still wearing? I, I don't know. So does this make uh, early dinners mandatory? (laughs) (laughs) We had an early dinner. You lunkhead. Moving along, some more military uh, stories of interest. Uh, The U.S. is not ready for the era of great power conflict. A classified Pentagon war game simulated a Chinese push to take control of the South China Sea. An Air Force officer charged with plotting the service's future learned that China's well-stocked missile force had rained down on bases and ports the U.S. relied on the region, turning American combat aircraft and munitions into smoldering ruins in a matter of days. My response was, holy crap, we're going to lose if we fight like this, he recalled. The officer, now a lieutenant general, began posting yellow sticky notes on the walls of his office in the Pentagon, listing the problems to solve if the military was to have a chance of blunting a potential attack from China. I did not have an idea how to resolve them, says Lieutenant General Hinote. I was struck by how quickly China advanced and how our long-held doctrines about warfare were becoming obsolete. Maybe we can delve into this more usually, later when we have more time. You usually find out that your uh, current military posture is obsolete when you get your ass kicked by the new latest thing. That's usually how you find out. 
Yeah, yeah. They get into the dynamics, how that actually looks. Uh, they call it fighting the last war. Yeah. Uh, part of it is uh, pouring money into the last war's defense contractors who are super powerful and own Congress people and senators. Um, just mistaken notions, uh, Congress people demanding you continue to build uh, some vehicle that's uh, built to fight in the sand when the next war is going to be at sea. Right, I was talking, we can get into that more in a bit. I was talking to my kids we uh, about that, just uh, how when I was young, all Army vehicles and everything like that were green because it was fighting the last war, which was Vietnam. And everything was green. Uniforms were green. Everything was green. Then, you know, we did a whole bunch of years of fighting in the desert, so everything became sand-colored. And uh, I don't know what color stuff should be to fight in China. Look like those takeout boxes. Oh, jeez. Wow. That was some sort just, of probably racist belligerence. Maybe probably shaped like them as well. I don't know. Deep cover. Uh, so we'll, we'll get more into this later. I think it's absolutely interesting. And one more thing I was going to bring to you is that the Air Force is ramping up plans for incorporating drone wingmen into its fleet, envisioning a thousand or so of the so-called collaborative combat aircraft. As it sketches out its ideas, these are bad A-looking beasts that are the size and roughly the shape of fighter jets, except they have no cockpit. They are merciless drones. Mm. Merciless drones. So are we ready for major conflict? We'll dive into that next hour. I'm thinking of doing a feature. Maybe I'll do it on Twitter or someplace called Did You Eat Worse Than Me Today? Wow. Yeah. Actually, my brother might be even better at that, to put up against that. Like, take at the end of the day, take a look at what he ate and see if anybody ate worse than that. But, like, yesterday, mm-hmm. here, here's what I ate yesterday. I had... Uh, well, for, I had like through almost four hours of Zoom calls with various doctors and therapists after working and a variety of other things. So it was just constant running around, stressful, pain in the ass stuff. And that is uh, enough to make a person completely insane. <laughs> and, but anyway, so I just running from one thing to another thing to another thing and having to make major decisions, all sorts of stuff. But so I went through drive through, got four cheeseburgers at McDonald's. And then I went home and washed that down with some chocolate birthday cake. So that was like oh. the major portion of my eating yesterday. Wow. And uh, I just I, I thought, does anybody, especially my age, eating as poorly as me? And how has my body just not stopped? Just said, all right, if you don't care, we don't care. Drop dead. <laughs> mm. You know, there's probably somebody out there that can best you. But, you know, I'm guessing they're like a 600-pound trucker or something like that. <sighs> I can't be. You know, I, was, I tell you what, I was thinking of you yesterday. I was fighting through one of those miserable situations where the tax guy says you've got to have this form. Oh. Had to do with a health savings account. Oh. Ugh. And the benefits people at the one of the fabulous and uh, patriotic American corporations that we're associated <laughs> with. <laughs> Theoretically, they have this form. Theoretically. Sure. Right. But you got to get signed in. I sign in to accounts that have that same user ID every day, every day. But apparently for this sub account, that user, that uh, password does not count. So it was a back and forth with benefits and HR with various uh, double authenticated sign in codes and the rest of it. And it was my, my brilliant wife, myself, 
my iPhone, my iPad, and my MacBook, all involved in it all fronts. It's like a Mike Lyons is always talking about, how you have to have the infantry and air support and <laughs> artillery and tanks and logistics to, to, to win the war of getting this effing form. And I thought, there you are trying to deal with the fellas, and I salute you, uh, you scrambling parents everywhere. You it's know, not easy. You know, yeah, God dang it. It's like I mentioned the other day about trying to get my son on the hot lunch. He finally wants to eat the hot lunch, and it's a different website that uses a different login, that has a different password. That is a di- Of course no. it has a different login, because you can't have the Russians stealing the secrets of our fish sticks! <laughs> But I'm surprised nobody's made the argument, maybe I'll do this, because maybe it would help, that this has got to be especially tough on people with lesser education and lesser resources, people that don't have iPads and iPhones and college degrees and everything like that. How are they supposed to navigate this crap to take advantage of, you know, your various things that you can do in the modern world? you got to throw in people of color. If you don't, you're a fool. (laughs) Whatever it would take to try to streamline this stuff. Our native peoples have been shown to have 78% more trouble finding their yes. password yes. than white people. Throw yes. that in. Nobody will check it. Yes. Nobody checks any of this crap. There's I no data behind it. I love that angle. I'm going to start yes. working that angle to see if I can get things fixed. Uh, we have so many things to talk about, and our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, guys, the White House just backed a bipartisan Senate bill that would give President Biden the power to ban TikTok. (laughs) Or as they're calling it on TikTok, the trying to lose the election challenge. (laughs) Wow. I wouldn't worry just yet. As of now, Biden thinks TikTok is the clock on 60 Minutes. So he's... Don't worry to He's make old. it up. Biden promised us that he'd give everybody 100 free hours of AOL. So that's 
<laughs> yeah, officials think China is using TikTok to spy on us. And China was like, yeah, well, we had a backup idea, but you shot it down. So. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I realize he's just trying to make a joke, but we don't believe they might be using TikTok to spy on us. We know they're using TikTok to spy on us and gather oh, information yeah. about us. And uh, I was looking at Ian Bremmer's Twitter feed. I often check it out on a regular basis as he looks at the globe. And he's talking about how there is great uh, unanimity between the parties and politicians on uh, our views toward China, except for not on TikTok. And why is it? Is it what is it? The joke Fallon just made? They lose the election challenge that just so many young people love TikTok. You don't want to be the old man who bans the you know rock and roll music. <laughs> you don't want to be yeah. the guy that shuts down dancing in the town where Footloose happened. Right, right. It's a bad look. Uh, I don't know. I'm not actually that up on the opposition to banning it. I don't know. Well, it's what some, their reasoning is. Or, there's got to be some, or it would have been banned already, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. A couple of things. Uh, I you. think part of it is, is that it's seen as a media company. It's not overtly engaging in espionage or uh, or propaganda. And so I think we as Americans are a little uncomfortable with banning media companies. Um, in famous athlete news, which has nothing to do with their athletics, first, Tiger Woods is being sued for $30 million by his girlfriend he just broke up with. So you want to be rich and famous, do you? Huh? That'd be fun. So I just kind of read the sketch of this yesterday, and he'd been dating this girl for a while. And, yeah, a number um, of years. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, what would be the uh, okay way to say this? Um, attract, definitely attractive woman, but but not like, you know, I'm Tiger Woods going for trophy stripper looking good, which I think yeah. is a good sign for him. It's yeah, like, she yeah. didn't look like a Victoria's Secret yeah, model. She was an attractive woman. Which when I saw that, I thought that good for him. He's, you know, he's just trying to have a real relationship and maybe he was and everything like that. But mm-hmm. somehow things went bad at some point. And according to her, uh, it's none of your business. Well, I think even according to him, I think this part is known to be true. Now, whether or not he owes her $30 million, I don't know. But at some point, he realized the relationship was going sideways, and he just tried to get her out of his house, in which when you say house, it's like compound. It's like area where many buildings and many acres are. I mean, it's just like a giant, sprawling, looks like a community college campus where he lives. <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah. Um, he tried to get her off the property and he came up with this way of like, I got to do some remodeling and there's going to be loud and we got it. So we're going to stay at a hotel over there. So that's what we're going to just to try to get her off the property. And she didn't realize right. till later that that's what was happening. And then she couldn't get back on the property after they uh, they broke up, which I know. actually knew a guy who pulled that same maneuver on his fiance who he'd been with for several years. Really? Yeah, she went off uh, on a girls' weekend or something, and uh, when she got back, well, A, she wasn't allowed in, B, I think the locks had been changed, or her name was no longer on a pass or something, and and uh, all of her stuff had been boxed up. What had gone wrong? Just the relationship. He was done. It's but, his house. But but they were engaged? Yeah. Wow, must have been something extraordinary. Not the most honorable guy, either. Well, yeah, it doesn't sound like it. You know, I don't know who did what to who at what point, but something went wrong. If you end up well, boxing up their stuff while they're out of town. 
Yeah, yeah. And I can't. He may have even sent her off, saying, "You know what? You ought to go have some fun with your. Let me here, here, here's ten thousand bucks. You and your friends go to Vegas, whatever. I can't remember how it unfolded, but the basis of this gal suit against Tiger Woods is pretty interesting. We had an agreement that I was going to live there for the next seven years. So this is an unlawful eviction oh. under Florida law. Oh wow. So you want to be rich and famous. Oy. Wow. Um, the other celebrity athlete news is that hottie gymnast chick who I almost memorized her name by accident. I refuse to know her name, but she's she's only famous because she's hot. She's not like one of the greatest gymnasts in America, but she's the hottest. And she owns her likeness now and can sell it. Yeah, yep. she's mm-hmm. the hottest gymnast in America, and she's making so much damn money, and they're trying to figure out how to handle these gymnastics tournaments where all these people show up to see her, even when she's not competing sometimes. It's such a weird story. Ugh. Um, but there's a new wrinkle in that. Maybe we'll talk about that later. We're out of time. Uh, ours, two is going to be good. If you don't hear it, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Thermador at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build.